Hi, friend. Thanks so much for coming back to the 8,000 Promises podcast. This is your host, Aidy Tilford. And today I have a new year episode for you because it's 2024. Crazy enough. I'm so glad I made the decision to put all of this on hold and just really enjoy my family for the last couple of weeks. And so I'm back today with this episode about a new word for 2024 and an updated rule of life for the first quarter of 2024. So I'll start right, I'll just jump right in. Uh, I It's really not been very long in my life that I've had a word of the year. I know I've had some friends who've done this for years and years. And for a long time, to be honest, I didn't quite get it. I love words, but I never really felt like this heart pull toward a specific word, even when I would pick a word. It didn't really feel like it meant something, but for the last three years, well, I guess two full years, and this will be the third year, I have felt a different sense around the word that comes to mind. And I don't know, I probably have to do a different reflection to be able to tell you why, because I'm not sure why, or maybe I'll never know why. But in 2022, the word that I really felt pulled toward was the word surrender. And I at first was kind of resistant, but then I looked more into the definition and I realized it was really tied to this prayer of relinquishment that our church had been praying and that I had been praying. Uh, It was talked about a ton in the Emotionally Healthy Spirituality course. And I started to kind of wrap my mind around the reason why maybe surrender was a word I didn't really understand in a deep way or in a lived way. And so I found this really cool set of prayers called the Novena of Surrender. That's nine prayers. And I spent the first nine days of every month of 2022 praying this Novena of Surrender. In April of that year, I started to make notes about things that were happening on those days. And in December, I even did a series of podcast reflections with the Novena of Surrender. So I'll link that in the show notes if you're interested but it was really powerful and it's still transforming me even today. One of the great lessons I learned was that surrender is tied to forgiveness. And I, for the last three years, have been in a search for understanding forgiveness in a different way than I had understood it before. And so that was really powerful. And then finally, I feel like the word surrender helped me loosen my grip or start to learn how to loosen my grip on things I was always trying to control, even though I said I trusted that God could do it. Uh, And so I know I shared with you in the reflections from December that really I was learning that even still over my sabbatical, that I was trying to take care of things, that I was asking Jesus to take care of it, but I was getting in the way. So continuing to learn through that word, but it, it really became a different level of importance in my life to learn how to open my hands and surrender things to God again and again. In 2023, I felt a pull toward the word connect. I designed my podcast season around it. The whole season was on relationships and kind of looking into relationships and how connection could be part of that. I think it was something that I focused on a lot more in my home And then in August, I got to give this sermon about, or it was a three part sermon series on the concept of repair, 
which I used my counselor's definition on with this idea that something, a pair being separated, now they're being reconnected, whether that's a reconnection to yourself or to other people or to God. And then I had just some incredible experiences with connection, specifically with relationship that some were just totally unexpected and really powerful. And I feel beyond grateful that the word that came to mind, I could, I, I didn't even know what God would be doing with that word. But now on the other side of the year, I can say it was just an incredible experience to see how God allowed that word to infiltrate really meaningful moments in my year. So this year, 2024, I have a new word. I'm kind of actually think I might have two new words that just kind of happened this morning. The first word is hope. And I don't know if that word is like pulling me because I had this really incredible conversation with a friend who shared how much she was longing to feel hope within her work environment. And it really resonated with me. Or if it's about the hope, I'm going to actually finish my book and maybe publish it or find a publisher or self-publish. Or if it's about the fact that hope is in the scripture on my journal. So I look at it every morning, but I really love some of the definitions of hope that I came across. So the first one is a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. But this is the one that really stood out to me. The archaic definition for the noun hope is a feeling of trust. And I loved that because my book is about trust and learning to trust. And um, yeah, I just thought that was super cool. Super cool that the word hope is about trust. And then there's a verb for hope, want something to happen or be the case. And so I think we can all resonate with the idea of hope. But I do think 2024 is a year that we're going to need hope to carry us through some challenging experiences with the political landscape and, uh, yeah, just how how the world is shaping up. So there were a million scriptures on hope. I'm really excited to dig into that. And then the other word that kind of popped up this morning that I'm thinking about is the word delight. And I do think it's tied to hope, but I got to experience some really awesome things with the word delight during my sabbatical. And so, yeah, I'm still, I'm thinking that I might have two words and I'm excited about that. The second thing I wanted to share with you is about updating my rule of life. So in August, my, with my spiritual director, we had talked a lot about this and I used resources from Ruth Haley Barton's work and resources from Pete Scazzaro's work. And I created a rule of life for my sabbatical. And just so you know, it was something I updated each month because I realized it was just something new to me and I couldn't quite get it right. But I am re-updating it for the first quarter. My spiritual director said she likes to look at hers every quarter and kind of think about if it's what she wants it to be. So in a rule of life, you have four different areas that you kind of consider how you're going to Uh, live them out or embed them into your life. So the first is prayer. 
The second is rest. The third is work and activity. And the fourth is relationships. And there are actually other categories that you can choose and, and use. And those were the four that for me made a lot of sense. So I know that I may continue to have to adjust, but I just wanted to share with you, here are some things that I'm hoping to do in this first quarter of 2024. For my prayer life, I hope I will be able to continue doing my daily office. And in the morning, that looks like some scripture study. If I'm doing a Bible study with other women, I do that in the morning. And then some time in silence and solitude and contemplative prayer. I have a daily list of prayers for my people. It's like a categories, I guess, for who I pray for each day. So I'd like to continue doing that. And then every day I have a practice that I started over sabbatical called God Hugs. It happens at 2.30 in the afternoon. I have an alarm set and I stop and I think about a way that God has shown me love in that day. And then finally, this was probably my favorite thing I did over sabbatical, but I'd like to keep doing it at bedtime. I write down things that delighted me throughout the day in my journal. And then I have one other prayer practice I'd like to try once a month, and that is to spend a day in silence and solitude. And so what I do is when I drop off my children at school, I then will have a plan to be somewhere where I'm not engaging in conversation or taking in noise. And then I will end it when I pick my children up from school. I'm hoping once a month, my spiritual director was very awesome with me and she said she try it. She has a goal for once a month, but often it's once a quarter. So I'm going to try. I hope I can do it. Um, the next one is rest. The next part of my rule of life or category is rest. And so one way to rest is to have Sabbath every week. The way our family's been doing that is like Saturday around four o'clock when it's getting dark, four or five, we light a candle. And if I can get them to, we talk about what we were, are going to rest. That hasn't happened that many times. We might have a meal with another family that's nice, or we might just hang out. And then we go to church on Sunday, but we like have a lot of downtime. I imagine our Sabbath might include some skiing in the winter after church on Sunday. And then we come home and rest a little bit more, but then, and the Sabbath kind of wraps up Sunday evening at dark as well. Another way I want to try to embrace rest is to take one day a week where I have no pressure to create something. I want to make sure also that I play and do fun things. On Tuesday and Thursday mornings, I will stay off all devices until after I drop my kids off at school at nine o'clock in the morning. And then the final thing is that I felt like God said, yeah, go do this, uh, do the podcast. But on the seventh week, take the whole week off from podcast and social media. So I'll have this whole week, every seventh week that I just don't work on those two things or I don't engage with those two things. For work and activity, that includes things like Bible study, um, caring for my physical body, exercising and food and cooking and massage. Um, taking care of my home, my service and mission projects. So this podcast, writing projects, teaching projects, uh, when I get to preach, women's ministry projects, 
and then um, also doing counseling and spiritual direction. So my own spiritual and therapeutic work would be in that part. And then finally, relationships is the final category. Um, just thinking about taking care of my relationship with myself, soul care, self-care. Um, I'm going to try to limit myself to one morning and evening commitment in a week that might in crunch on family time because my relationships with my family are my priority. I hope that I get to connect with a friend, well, at least one friend in the week. And then I really didn't feel like my experience, like heading to the farm, spending time with my mom was over. So I'll be doing that once a month. And then just really making sure I have time in my marriage for business meetings and date nights. And yeah, uh, there's one other one that we'll see if it takes place or not. But anyway, guys, that's it. That's my new year, new word update for my rule of life. There is going to be a link in the show notes for the rule of life. If you're interested in making your own, it's just a little handout that kind of walks you through how to do that. And also, if you like this, please share it, rate it. Uh, with a five star, give a review. And I'm super excited. The rest of the week is going to be telling you all about the modified next steps way the podcast is going to be looking. I'm going to be introducing you to some fun people. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited to go over that with you. So I hope you're having an awesome day and that awesome things happen for you. Bye.